Hey, okay, so we're back and we're going to continue our talk about self-care. I hope that you've listened to the past two episodes about worthiness and what self-care is not. If you haven't heard those, go back because this one will make more sense. And I hope you're starting to see the foundation of self-care and why it's important. Also, stay tuned to the end because I have an exciting announcement um, for a free workshop. So stay tuned. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. So when I say the word self-care, what is what do you feel? I know that I get a mix of a visceral reaction and guilt and like complete complacency of, yeah, okay, sure, self-care, whatever that means. Or at least I used to. Sometimes still, it's like, wouldn't that be nice to be able to take care of myself and have the extra time to do so? Well, my friend, self-care is not about an extra thing. It is really about your basic needs. And that is what we are talking about today. We are going to talk about what really does self-care mean And then I also, I have an opportunity for you at the end. So stay tuned because all the stuff that I talk about, I know that part of it is easier if we actually work on it together. And if you see what I mean versus just hear it. So that's what I have for you. So stay tuned to the end. But for right now, let's talk, let's dive in to, well, let's start with first, the work-life balance or the kids self-balance or the kid's spouse balance or any kind of balance that is supposed to happen in life. This balance that we're always striving for, but we can never obtain. We can't even really explain what it would be. And that's because, my friend, it does not exist. We are a whole person and not every aspect of our life gets the same amount of attention or carries the same weight or priority. For example, you have your work, which if you have a full or part-time job and you have school-age kids, a lot of times you spend more time at work than you do with your children. However, very rarely should work outweigh in importance than your kids. And I say very rarely because I'll, I'll explain my thoughts about that in a few minutes. 
But the idea is, is you've got to give yourself a break. There is no equal. There's not even fair at this point. It really is looking at the season you're in and you get to define the season any way you want. If you want to define it by the actual four seasons, go ahead. I kind of, the way I look at the seasons of my life is based on the kids' activities. So we have the fall season where school starts and there's fall sports. Then there's the spring sports and, you know, the second semester of school. And then we have the summer. So it's almost like I really have three seasons that I chunk my life into. And then you can have many seasons from there too, where you have special projects at work that you're working on that will cause you to throw more energy and time into a specific project. But again, that's a, for a season, that's not meant to be for your whole life. And we are so hard on ourselves trying to fit everything in, fit everything together, make everything balance, make sure that even though I'm working, you know, 40 hours a week, my kids still know that I'm, they're the most important thing to me. And I feel so guilty because, because of that. And we really got to start looking at it in a different way. So one thing that I want to encourage you to look at is there's a thing called the wheel of life. And if you Google it, you will see a million different setups. I like, I've adapted one that um, from Dr. Shannon Irvine and her wheel has 12 areas, 12 domains. And I like it because of just the way she defined them. And so, and I define them a little bit differently than she does, but that's okay. Again, you can take the generic, the idea of it, and then you can define it based on the different parts of your life. And so I'm going to briefly go through the 12 areas. And I know that you're either driving, you're doing dishes, you are um, trying to get a walk in, whatever you're doing, most likely you're not sitting down at a place where you can write these down, but that's okay. Because if you go to my website, you can get the list. Did you know that I have a blog post for every episode that I have? So you can actually go and see the transcript. Now I will say I use a transcription service, so a robot to transcribe it. So it's not perfect, but it gets it close enough. And then if you have any questions, you can always just message me and I can clear things up. But I have a, a blog post for every, every one of these podcast episodes. So you can see quotes from it. Or if you, get, you, are, you didn't get something written down or you want to review something, you can go there and get to it quickly. So for these 12 items that I'm going to start reading and explaining a little bit, go there to find it. Don't try to scramble right now or try to remember them or um, it'll be fine. So the 12 areas... Now, when I, if you think of yourself as up to 100%, like you are a whole being and each of these 12 areas get their own section of the pie or the circle or the, they're, they're each a domain in your life, but just because they are one of 12 does not mean that they get equal weight or equal value or equal time or equal resources. That I'll explain um, when I'm done with just the 12. We'll talk more about how this can be used. But the first one is like relationship and marriage. 
And this is an example of one that I adapted to be relationships and friends because relationships is super important to me, but I'm not in a marriage relationship. I'm not even in a a partner relationship. But relationships are so important, that connection. And then there's your family, your children. Again, if you don't have children or if they're out of the house, you know, well, even if you're out of the house, they're always your children and you're always going to care for them or do little things for them. Then there's that the spiritual, the connection to God, the spiritual side of your soul. Then you have your physical health. So this is the your actual body. And then you have your financial well-being because as you know, finances are important and we need to have those separated even though they may affect each area. And actually, every one of these things that I talk about, one of them are going to, they're going to affect all of them. It's just a matter of this is a specific domain in our life that we need to focus on. Then there's also the environment that you live in, whether it's where you live, where you work, your, your actual physical environment. Then I will count your, your professional goals, your business goals, your dreams, even if you're not working, there's still the dreams that you have that are business. It might even be the business of mom and how you run your household. Um, that could be part of that one. And then there's just the dreams and hobbies and visions. And this is just for you personally. Sometimes we're so focused on, okay, sometimes, like all the time, we are so focused on other people and helping our kids and our spouse and our friends achieve their dreams. We forget to tend to our own. Sometimes we even forget to acknowledge that we have them. The next is fun, recreation, travel, experiences. This is one where it really is a life enjoyment, what makes life worth living kind of thing. Like this is the, just the fun. Um, I don't know about you, as an Enneagram one, like there's times that I had, well, I'm not gonna say there's times. I have to intentionally put fun into our life because it's not something that naturally happens. Now, as I do it as a practice, it gets easier. This is when I love the sevens in my life because they really remind me to set down work and work meaning any responsibilities and just enjoy the moment. But I think that a lot of times we don't have that domain on our list. The next is peace, happiness, joy. And then you have, and I like this one that's um, that is listed, it's um, your calling or your superpower. This is what you're good at, what, how you impact the world. This is maybe how you serve, your spiritual gifts. And then the final one that I like that I've seen from another one, this is, is community. How we, we know how we affect or we have a domain for our environment. But this is the community. So now, all of these 12 things, what... What is the importance of them? Why do I have them? It's like, well, these are 12 sections, 12 
sectors, domains. These are 12 areas in your life of your, of your person that make up the whole you. And a lot of times when we are feeling very stressed and overwhelmed, it's because a few of these domains are getting more attention than they should be getting, or we're not aware of how much a few of them have taken over our life so much to the point that it's detrimental to some other ones. One that I know for myself gets left out if I'm not attentional is the fun and recreation. And so a lot of times when we're feeling overwhelmed, overburdened, stressed, when we sit down to look at really what's going on, there's a a guilt because there's something that we know we should be doing that we're not able to. And there's something that we are doing that we, whether we can't set it down, whether because of the season or just without knowing we have allowed it to just consume us. And this is one that I know is going to be hard to hear, but I think it's so valuable when it comes to self-care to understand that you can be a good mom and still have your own identity and still have your own desires. You have your own fun with and without your children. And it's okay that you are not completely child-centered. You don't have to do everything and go everywhere just because your child wants to go. And you can still be an amazing mother. There are times that you're feeling out of whack and out of control because you've been spending too much effort and too much energy and too many of your resources in the domain with your children and family. Now, I will tell you long-term, so I absolutely love my children and I would do anything for them. But I also realize that me do, like taking care of their ever, every whim simply because they want it is not serving them. Also, giving them the opportunity to, do, to be independent and try things on their own, even if they fail. In fact, we want them to fail. That's a whole nother, a whole nother thing. But we want them to learn to fail because they can learn they can get back up. But we want them to learn that the world does not revolve around their needs, that whether they're hungry or tired or they want, a, they want a new toy, we want them to learn to wait. We want them to learn to manage their, their boredom. And I think a lot of times we think we're doing the good thing for them and making sure that they're happy. But as an adult, how often do external circumstances and other people ensure that you're happy? So you need to learn to self-soothe. And this is a whole, you know, maybe we'll do another podcast on this sometime. If you're interested, let me know. But it is okay. It is perfectly fine to not meet their every need in order to take care of some of your own. Because like I've mentioned the last two weeks, that if you are not taken care of, you will not do a good job taking care of other people. So this self-care, if your domain with your kids and family is out of whack to the other ones, if you 
place a higher priority on taking care of your kids over health, wealth, and and your spiritual side, your connection to God, then you're going to feel unbalanced because they all go together. By making sure that each of the sections are managed and are have proper time and resources to them. Again, that doesn't mean equal, but they all need to be considered. It's okay that one or two of them may take precedent and you have to put more time, resources, effort into, again, like I mentioned, a work project, or maybe you have a home improvement project that you need to even set aside and you need to take time off work. You need to, you just get focused because you need to clean that attic or you need to build the chicken coop or whatever it may be. And so for a season, for a time, one domain may outweigh the others. The key is it's for the season. And so you need to make sure that even as you are focusing on the one, the other ones are not neglected. You cannot allow any of these to get to zero because then you'll be really feeling the weight of unbalanced and no peace. You won't have peace. So you can't skip any of them just because you don't want to put effort or because you're avoiding it. I know that finances sometimes are so stressful. They're so hard to, you know, whether you have an abundance or you are paycheck to paycheck. However, you still have to take that into consideration when you are, well, an example is with kids sports. You can't go into debt so your child can play soccer at a competitive level consistently. Like you can't, that is not a good long-term that will add extra stress. That adds extra weight. And it actually pulls from one domain to add to another that should not, you can't rob from Paul to pay Peter. So that is an example. That is an example of how we need to look at these different sectors. And, and it's important it's important that right now that you take an assessment, that you go and you look at each of these categories, each of these domains, and out of one to 10, where are you? How, how much effort are you putting into them? Are you being intentional? And again, say you're... For example, for me, relationships, that domain does not need to be at a 10. Really, I I know that that one, if I'm at a six or seven, I'm doing good with that one. And that one's steady and that's great because I don't have a marriage relationship that needs extra attention or deserves that extra attention. So I need to make sure that my kids, that that one does not drop below an eight. A seven and eight is where I need to be. Now I say that because, again, if it was, I mean, 10, I'm I'm an Enneagram one. 
there's always way to improve. So if you're a 10, you just rock that, sister, and enjoy that moment. For me, I know that there's always always a way to improve and get better. But I my my goal is to look at how I spend the time and assess and if I can, if I'm not consistently a 7 or an 8, then I need to look at what would get me to that level. So before I jump ahead, because again, I want to make sure that this is clear, I know that for me, I'm more of a visual learner, so it's easier for me to see it in action versus just hearing it. And so what I encourage you to do is to sit down with each of these domains and to assess where you are truthfully. Now remember, this is just between, this is just for you. And this is not to make you feel guilty because maybe your health is at a two and it really should be at a five or six, or your relationships are at a seven and your family is at a four. It's really to give you a snapshot of things. It's look at it in general and see is what is feeling out of whack? What number is higher or lower than it should be at the detriment of another area? Also, if you're looking and there are several areas that are one or two or even three, then ask yourself, is that where it, where you want it to be? Or have you felt stressed because you are not putting intentional time in that? Like I mentioned the fun area, I have on my calendar a chunk of time where the kids and I, I put everything aside and I know that I have this two hour block where the kids and I are just going to do something fun. Whatever it may be. If we go to the skate park, we do that. If we go to the werewolf, whatever it may be, whether we go to a movie or we just hang out and watch a movie or we go get ice cream or we take a walk together or play a game. We play a lot of board games. But what I make sure I do during that time is I also need to know, like it's for our relationship between me and my kids, but it also needs to be, and it needs to fill up my fun meter as well. So if it's something that's going to cause a lot of energy drain on me, then that's not what I use that two hours for. That's not what I use. I want something that will help me keep that domain of my life at a respectable number. And again, I get to define that based on my needs and my season. Now, I encourage you to go through and do this. And again, don't be hard on yourself. And there is a way, there is initially when I did this, I was really hard and gave myself like two and threes. But then I realized and I started listing things that would be in that category. So while you're assessing, really write down what would be in that category. For for me, for like the health and fitness was also diet. Am I being intentional or am I grabbing too much to-go food, like fast food? And there is a season that you have to do a lot of fast food, but that should not be the norm. And then that also bleeds into the financial or the wealth area Because if I'm eating out a lot and not cooking at home, then it's definitely more expensive. And so I need to look, is that where I want to be? And if it is, great. Own it, take it. It is your personal decision 
and your assessment. And every one of these is going to look different for each other, for each of us, because we're all different people and have different priorities. But if you want to spend more time at home cooking and you find yourself cooking or buying dinner out at fast food three out of the seven nights simply because you did not plan or because things got out of the, out of, well, lost track of time. And I will tell you that happens to me often, more, more often than I'd like to admit. But it's going back to this assessment that I can look at and say, okay, next week I'm going to do better. I'm going to be more intentional. And with self-care, it doesn't just happen. This is an example of taking care of your full self. Like I mentioned, it's more than just it's more than just mani-pedis and going to the spa or taking a nap. This self-care is actually caring for who you are. And you really need to look at every area of your life because you have a need in every one of these areas. Now I'll tell you, one thing that I am really excited about is I'm gonna do a workshop on this. I want you to come and sign up. There's a link on my website. I will also put a link in this in the bio here, um, in the show notes, that's what it's called, the show notes. So you can sign up for this free workshop where what we're gonna do is we're going to talk more in about this wheel of life. And we're going to dive in and you're going to have an opportunity to sit down and assess each of these areas for you, for you. Sometimes we need that accountability and that's time set aside. And by having this workshop and looking at this, and I will be answering your questions as well. So any questions you have about self-care, about these, these domains, how it looks, I will have a worksheet for you so that way we can really look at the visual and get an idea. But we're going to talk about this and because as we go into the last 90 days of 2021, we can really start planning what we want 2022 to look like. And we can start, and we don't have to wait for New Year's Eve to make New Year's resolutions. We can decide right now, and apparently Arcanine's really excited about it, our dog. So we can decide right now, today, that we're gonna start taking intentional care about us so we can pour out to others. The idea of self-care, as I and I hope that you've already gathered this, it's not really about, it's about taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. It's not selfish. It's not making your making sure that you're the most comfortable and the most rested and relaxed that you can be. It's about being your full self and showing up fully as you and having that balance, that integration, that Every area of your life is addressed so you feel ready and prepared and capable and so you can respond as soon as that there's a need. When God tells you to go, you go. So when someone, when your neighbor needs something, you've already have the reserves in yourself to meet their need because you've already taken care of your own. That is the purpose. So I want you to go and sign up for the workshop 
Now the workshop is going to be on, on October 14th at 1 p.m. Central Time. Now, if you're listening to this and it's past November or October 14th, then I plan on doing more of these. And so just check my website for whatever workshop is available for the month. But I want you to sign up and it's free and just be ready. Just set aside an hour so that way you can really look and assess and decide for yourself what self-care looks like. See you there. Okay, I am so sorry, but it's October 21st, not the 14th. The 14th is in a couple days, and that is not enough time for everyone to get signed up and show up. So October 21st, I will see you there.